Dark Academia subculture revolves around scholastic life with a moody underbelly. Doesn't that sound perfect for the upcoming season? Hello and welcome to Talk Bookish to Me, the podcast where readers gather to talk about books, share recommendations, and chase that five-star feeling. I'm your host, Gwen, and today I'm joined by Jesse to recommend some Dark Academia books to add to your TBR pile this autumn. Don't forget to read The Stranger Diaries by Ellie Griffiths with me this month. The full discussion is scheduled for September 25th, and Jesse will return for that episode as well. Welcome back, Jesse. Thank you. Hello, everyone. It feels so good to be back on the podcast. Um, But my name is Jessie. I have a YouTube channel called Reading with Jess, where I love to share reading vlogs, TBRs, book hauls, you name it. Um, I also have a thriller book club called Sleep When I'm Dead, and you can also find me on Instagram at readingwithjess underscore. Dark Academia is more popular than ever before. Putting a firm definition on it can be tricky, though. Generally, you'll notice themes of universities and elite educational institutions like boarding schools or otherwise like academic settings, museums, things like that. Um, They usually involve like a coming of age story, gothic tones and themes, autumnal imagery and murder or another mystery of some sort but usually murder, if we're being honest. But before we hop into our recommendations, I need to know what you're currently reading and what your last five-star read was. Okay, so I'm currently reading None of This is True by Lisa Jewell, and I am loving it so much so far. Uh, Gwen, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this one specifically because it's about a podcast and the audiobook has a full cast and it's fully produced with sound effects as if you were listening to a true podcast. This one says when a famous podcaster interviews a stranger promising to divulge the story of a lifetime, secrets emerge that threaten to expose the truth of the lives they've worked so hard to project and protect. That sounds so good. And you're right. I love a good podcast thriller, so I cannot wait to read that later this month. Um, As for my last five-star read, this would be The Seven-Year Slip by Ashley Poston. I actually read this during the back-to-school readathon that you created and hosted. And not only was it a five-star read for me, but it's easily my favorite romance of the year. Um, It's about an overworked booked publicist with a perfectly planned future and she hits a snag when she falls in love with her temporary roommate only to discover that he lives seven years in the past. Support the podcast by joining Patreon, a subscription-based platform where I share extra content and host fun events. From bonus episodes and readathons to movies and craft nights, there's always something to look forward to. Click the link in the show notes for more details. Now, earlier you mentioned the back to school readathon, and I thought we could circle back to that real quick because I want to see what you thought of Heather's, the movie. Um, Heather is a dark comedy drama movie from 1988. It's set at Westerbury High where cliques rules, jocks dominate, and all the popular girls are named Heather. This was a recent movie night that I scheduled with my patrons and it was a first time for a lot of you guys that watched it. So I need to know what you thought of that movie. (laughs) So I was really excited to watch this movie because I saw on TikTok like during the pandemic um, the Broadway musical and it is so funny and I love the music and it's very much like the movie. I will say the Broadway show is less dark 
like it's not as like in your face how dark and disturbing it is um but i was really excited to see the original origin story um i loved all the actors it was very over the top the fashion don't even get me started on the fashion but i liked watching it it's not like the greatest movie like unless you are interested in it it's not something i would go out and buy and watch but I had a great time it was a lot of fun I think a lot of people that do watch it for the first time they notice in a lot of like newer movies like Mean Girls they're like oh this was like the source material for that or they'll read books like Bunny and they'll be like oh this might have been like the source material for that <laughs> you know so there's a lot of similarities I think it's a classic for a reason it is outdated yes you know it's like horrible some of the stuff that happens in there but it's entertaining, so. And it is dark, so just keep that in mind. Um, so with that being said, do you have any other like favorite dark academia movies or TV shows that you could recommend? Probably my personal favorite is The Craft. It is a little dated. It is so good. Um, I love that one. Like I just have like really fond memories of like renting that one from Blockbuster and like probably should not have been watching that at my age, but... I love it because it's a little witchy. Um, it's definitely set in like a high school, definitely high school drama, but it's so good. Um, I also wanted to recommend Scream 1 and 2 because they set in like a high school and college and it's so good. Um, another one, it's not as dark as the other ones, but I would say Cruel Intentions really good cast it's crazy how some of these like higher name celebrities were so young back then like Reese Witherspoon Sarah Michelle Gellar so I loved that one and then to kind of take the school element out of it we have Black Swan with Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis I think is how you say her last name um that one's really really good so it's like ballet academia type vibe. I totally forgot about the craft and that is one of my all-time favorite like Halloween fall autumnal rewatches. I wonder if it's available on Netflix or something because now you have me wanting to watch it for real. Oh my gosh that would be epic. Um, I think the movie that made me fall in love with the whole dark academia aesthetic was the Skulls, starring Paul Walker and Joshua Jackson. It follows the lives of a secret society deep within the walls of Ivy League's most prominent campus, where power and the elite are bred. I specifically went and saw this in the theater, and I just have very fond memories of being obsessed with it. Anytime I catch it on like a backlist, you know, channel or whatever, I'm like, I'm watching it. It's so entertaining. I just, it's just one of those movies that I love. Um, but some other favorites that you did not mention that I will mention <laughs> are Dead Poet Society, of course, which I just, I think of Dark Academia and I'm like, Dead Poet Society, need I say more? Also Wednesday, that's like a like newer one. Um, the Harry Potter film series a little bit, you know. Um, and the last thing before we hop into the book recommendations is I thought it would be fun to share a list of dark academia inspired activities that you could do to create a whole moment for yourself this fall if you wish. <laughs> um, so you'll have to read some of our recommendations and then maybe do one of these fun activities and make it like a whole day. So you can go thrifting or antiquing for some vintage books. 
You could take a scenic drive to see the changing leaves because like I said, that autumnal vibe is like so dark academia. Visit a haunted house. That would be so fun. Um, try some darker shades of lipstick. Visit an art museum. Spend an afternoon at the library. You can study or read or just hang out for the vibes. Um, replace your phone time with reading or journaling. Dark Academy, there's no phones involved. <laughs> um, you could check out a classical playlist on Spotify. They have quite a few. So find one and just soak in the vibes, you know? And my last recommendation is to go to like a new coffee shop, a new to you coffee shop and read some poetry. I feel like you could make a whole afternoon of this, you know? That was fun. And like I said, I sort of want to do all of those right now. But first, we need to share our recommendations. Why don't you start us off with your first one? The first one I want to recommend is For Your Own Good by Samantha Downing. Um, it is a sneaky thriller set at a prestigious private school, complete with interfering parents, overeager students, and one teacher who just wants to teach them all a lesson. I love morally great characters, sort of like Joe Goldberg, or reading about rich people drama, then if you like both of those, then this is the book for you. Um, Samantha writes great, unlikable characters, and this book will have you hooked from the very beginning, and you'll question yourself, why are you rooting for these people? <laughs> exactly. That's what I love about her characters, is they're not good people, but you're like, why do I want them to win? <laughs> And also, shout out to Jessie's Book Club. She recently had Samantha Downing on a recent live show, and it was just so interesting to hear about, like, her writing process, how she, like, doesn't plan anything. Like, she just goes for it. And I was like, and I asked her if she would be interested in being on my podcast, and she said yes. So you never know <laughs> when that could happen. So that would be very, very exciting. So that was, I've read all of her books, including her Audible original short story. And she did let us know in that live show, she does not have a new book coming out next year. That could change. That could change, which is what I'm hoping for. But the most latest news is there will not be a new book next year. Sorry to disappoint everybody. So you can totally tell that she takes full pride in her work. So I respect her for that. Okay, my first recommendation is The Maidens by Alex Michaelides. This is set at Cambridge University. There is an enigmatic Greek tragedy professor named Edward Fosca, and he is widely respected and adored. This is an all-female secret society called The Maidens, and it's like his fan cult. Um, when one of the maidens is murdered, however, Mariana Andros can't shake the feeling that Fosca is the killer. He might have an alibi, but Mariana is, seems to see what nobody else can. There's something sinister about the rights of the maidens. Even as the stakes rise and with her own life on the line, Mariana pursues the truth. The maidens has all of the essential elements of the best dark academia books. You have Greek mythology, obsession, secret societies, ivy vines, and of course, murder. It's <laughs> such a good one. My next recommendation is 
Wilder Girls by Rory Power. And this is actually a YA dark academia book set at the Raxter School for Girls. It's a boarding school on a remote windswept island and it's under quarantine. The talks has taken the teachers and it's beginning to infect the students too. One by one, their bodies change and their senses warp and the world around them just changes. No student dares to stray past the fence because the tox has turned the woods as well. They're desperate for the cure that they've been promised and all they can do is wait. But when one of the students goes missing, her best friend will do anything to find her, even breaking the quarantine, even brave the wilderness beyond. It's one of the best YA dark academia books. It's gripping and gory with many twists and turns. Again, that was Wilder Girls by Rory Power. In My Dreams, I Hold a Knife by Ashley Winstead is my next recommendation. Six friends, one college reunion, one unsolved murder. Dun dun dun. Ten years after graduation, Jessica Miller has planned her triumphant return to Duckett University. Down the envious whispers that are sure to follow her in her wake. Everyone is going to see that girl that she wants them to see. Not the girl she was when she left campus back when Heather Shelby's murder fractured everything, including the tight bond linking six friends she's been closest to since freshman year. Okay, one trope I personally love is in dark academias is reunions. High school, college, I love them all. Um, I love when something dark and sinister happened back in school and now everyone returns to uncover the truth of what really happened. Um, this one's very unique because not only are you following the main character, but you're following the whole circle of friends and all of them have secrets. But this one will make you question everyone. Okay, my next couple of recommendations, I'm going to start with The Cartographers by Ping Shepard. And this one is a little bit different. It's not set in a school, but it has a lot of like library um, maps, that sort of thing. So if you love books set at libraries and stories about historic and illustrious maps, the cartographer will transport you to the New York Public Library and the magical world of phantom settlements. Nell's dad ruined her career after the famous junk box incident. It's been years since they've spoken and now he's dead, leaving her orphaned. So why was Nell's dad still holding on to the map that caused their estrangement? And who would kill for an old and worthless highway map anyway? For dark academia books, The Cartographers is overly detailed and slower paced. It won't be for everyone. However, I just really, really loved the unique plot of this one. When I initially heard about this book, it was a book of the month pick. And I skipped over it because I was like, this just does not sound like my cup of tea. But when our friend Summer read it and loved it, I was like, okay, I actually want to check it out. And I am so glad I did. Definitely outside of my comfort zone, but such an interesting read. Like I was obsessed with maps after reading this and I kept talking to Summer about it. Like they need to make a special edition of this book with like pull out maps and like it was a whole thing. Definitely check it out if you're interested in any of those things that I just said. And next up, mentioning Black Swan from earlier, I wanted to talk about The Ballerinas by Rachel Capelty-Dale. The Ballerinas transports its readers to Paris, becoming star ballerinas for the most prestigious ballet school and stage. The Paris Opera Ballet has completely engulfed Delphine, Margot, and Lindsay's lives. 
Ballet is their life and they will do anything for a solo. When young Margaret and Delaphine commit a terrible act against Lindsay, one that she doesn't know about, Delphine runs away to St. Petersburg, returning decades later as a choreographer. So it kind of has that reunion trope, but not really, you know. Uh, behind the scenes, there are lies, infidelity, failed relationships, jealousy, sex taping without consent, and older men having sex with much younger women. What makes this one such a standout is how the beauty of ballet is juxtaposed with such violence. This one will certainly keep you thinking well past the final pages. And circling back to Ashley Winstead one more time, we have The Last Housewife. This is a novel that follows Shay, a married magazine columnist who quits her job to focus on her novel. She listens to a true crime podcast hosted by Jamie, an old high school friend, and this is how she learns how an old college roommate, Laurel, has just recently died. The host theorizes that the suicide may have been staged to conceal a murder, and Shay immediately flies from her safe Dallas home to New York to solve the mystery. Okay, this one was very different. Um, this one is, um, again, by Ashley Winstead. I already loved her debut book, and this one is very much darker in my opinion and I went into this one completely blind and not really knowing anything about it and I do recommend you check out content warnings if you feel the need to do that. Um, I love how this one kind of went there. It was sexy and also like a secret society slash cult and like bonus points for having a podcast in it which is always a plus. Um, out of the two Ashley Winsteads, this one's my favorite, but they were both five stars. All right, I have a couple more. We'll start with The Swallows by Lisa Lutz. It starts with this simple writing prompt from Alex Witt to her students at Stonebridge Academy. When their answers raise disturbing questions of their own, Miss Witt knows there's more going on at the school than anyone will admit. She finds the few girls who've started the question, the boys will be boys attitude and incites a resistance that quickly becomes a movement. As the school's secrets begin to trickle out, the skirmishes turn into an all-out war with deeply personal and potentially fatal consequences for everyone involved. I had to pull out the classic, The It Girl by Ruth Ware. So in this one, 10 years after discovering her Oxford roommate's dead body in front of the fireplace in their room, a young woman struggles with the realization that she may have helped send the wrong man to prison. The narrative follows Hannah, alternating between her present life in Edinburgh, Scotland, and her life 10 years ago, earlier at Oxford University in Oxford, England. Hannah discovered her best friend, the It Girl, April, strangled in their shared suite. A decade later, Hannah's identity is defined by this trauma, the subsequent trial, and the onslaught of press and true crime fanatics who try to contact her. Hannah is motivated by guilt to uncover the truth about April's murder when a reporter questions the evidence surrounding the case. Although John Neville, the man falsely convicted of killing April, could have been released early by confessing to the crime, he dies incarcerated while maintaining his innocence. 
The novel explores themes of identity and guilt through Hannah's realization, and she needs to address her past trauma to move on with her future. My next recommendation is My Dark Vanessa by Kate Elizabeth Russell. Kate Elizabeth Russell's debut novel, My Dark Vanessa, was published in March 2020 and quickly made its way to the New York Times bestseller list. A psychological thriller, a novel recounts the experience of a 15-year-old girl who had a sexual relationship with her male English teacher. Russell has acknowledged that her own experiences inspired part of the novel. Okay, this one made my recommendation list because the author's experience. Um, I hate that she had to go through something like that, but I think knowing that this did slash could happen makes it even scarier and darker. Um, although it's not a perfect five-star read for me, I think the writing style is very beautifully written and I believe everyone's story should be heard. A recent favorite of mine that I already want to reread is The Cloisters by Katie Hayes. The Cloisters offers a fresh take on the dark academia genre while also paying homage to its legacy. Rather than setting itself at a prestigious university, The Cloisters is set in a New York City museum and concerns itself with a small and eccentric group of academics. After graduation, Anne Stilwell doesn't have the elitist academic plans she dreamed of and desperately needs this summer gig at the Metropolitan Museum of Art to prove herself and escape the past. When the job falls through, though, the Cloisters and their eccentric staff take in Anne to help with a research project on tarot cards. And true to the nature of dark academia, we watch staff stop at nothing to compete for the spotlight that will make or break their already fragile careers and newly formed friendships edgy and full of shady characters, you might wish for faster pacing. The details transport you to Anne's world, yet can we even trust her? And will she survive the summer? Such a good one. Jesse and I disagree about this next book, but this is... Why did you have to throw shade my... at me? <laughs> just because it, this is my favorite. So this is just to prove that everybody's reading tastes yeah. are different. Um, you didn't, you liked it. You just didn't love yeah, it. Yeah, and in my defense, this is the one you're about to recommend is like my first like Shakespearean theater type of dark academia. So maybe that might yeah. just not be my cup of tea. That's true. But I'm glad you loved it. <laughs> I have to recommend it, though. It's my all-time favorite. It's If We Were Villains by M.L. Rio. And I thought about not recommending it because it's like on almost every Dark Academia recommendation list you will ever see. But I was shocked to see that some people have not been reading this because it's on their fall TBR this year. So I'm trying to bump it up. So this is such a good one, y'all. When Oliver Marks is released from prison after 10 years for a murder he may not have committed, he is immediately greeted by the detective who had him convicted. Now that, you know, time has passed, the detective wants Marks' truth 
from 10 years back. He's like, okay, time's over. You've served for the crime. You can't get in any more trouble. Now tell me what really went down. Marks is one of seven college students deeply entrenched in a love of the bard. They are from a small society of Shakespeare fanatics who live and breathe his works. They are also darkly obsessed with one another, shutting out the rest of the world. When emotions run high, however, it only takes a small glitch to throw their dynamic into catastrophe and eventually, of course, even death. It's the best Shakespeare-inspired murder mystery dark academia book you're likely to read anytime soon. Again, that if you read any book off of this list, if we were villains by ML Rio. For my next pick, it is They Never Learn by Lane Fargo. Dr. Scarlett Clark is an English professor at Gorman University in Pennsylvania, and she also happens to be a serial killer. Currently, she seeks revenge on male students and professors who hurt female students. With her latest hunt, things have gone terribly wrong. For the first time ever, Scarlett finds herself under the scrutiny of the police and a nosy but sexy colleague. A secondary plot showcases a young student, Carly, who loves her roommate Allison and wants nothing more than justice against her rapist. For female rage and dark academia novels, the characters don't get more unlikable than this. So true, but... Who doesn't love a good-for-her story? Um, if you love the show Dexter but want a female anti-hero while set in an academic setting, this one is perfect for your next read. Again, more morally great characters are my favorite, and I love reading the two timelines and, or two stories and how they're woven together. Definitely a must-read for this genre. My next recommendation is Catherine House by Elizabeth Thomas. Catherine House manages to stand out as wholly original by the unique qualities of its protagonist, a young woman entirely dispassionate towards academia and social belonging. Darkly gothic, right down to its setting, Catherine House is a place located deep in the woods of rural Pennsylvania. It's a school that selects very few students, lucky few, go on to become brilliant thinkers, inventors, writers, and artists. To guarantee this future for themselves, however, each student must sacrifice themselves entirely to Catherine House. No family or friends, no hobbies, no contact with the outside world, only the school. Inez, however, is a young girl who comes from a world of danger, drugs, and disaster. Now, Catherine House is her home, but it is a dark place that she cannot trust, especially after what happens to her roommate. My next recommendation is another YA Dark Academia recommendation. It's A Lesson in Vengeance by Victoria Lee, and I love the cover for this one. Like many great Gothic novels, the location, the building, the house itself is a character. This is true for Dalloway, the old college campus nestled in the hills of the Catskills. Dalloway is also a place said to be haunted by the ghosts of five witches. So it also has those witchy vibes. While studying at Dalloway, Felicity Morrow suffers the tragic loss of her girlfriend. After a year away, she is back and ready to graduate. She even has her same room in the supposedly haunted halls of Dalloway. 
But then there's the new girl. This new girl is Ellis, a prodigal young novelist who wishes to build a story around the ghosts of the Dalloway Five, the witches who were said to haunt the school, and she wants Felicity's help in digging for clues. This is a queer novel filled with ghosts, witchcraft, death, and intrigue, one of those all-encompassing dark academia books that gives the reader everything they could possibly want. I literally had to look up the book cover for that one because you said how pretty it is and she's not lying y'all. It's so beautiful. Uh, for my next pick, it is The Broken Girls by Simone St. James with 93,000 plus Goodread ratings averaging four stars. If you're looking for popular and hyped dark academia books, The Broken Girls it is. Broken Girls follows four friends at a boarding school in Vermont in the 1950s. And let's face it, Idlewall Hall is not where families leave their unwanted or secret children but it's also haunted by mary hand mary has a way of making you see horrible truths you've denied as well as relive past trauma mary's spirit also lives in the present day jump to 2014 where fiona sheridan is overcoming the murder of her sister while the murderer has been convicted unanswered questions remain with rumors of the abandoned school being renovated where her sister's body was dumped fiona takes on writing its story her father is a famous journalist after all. When the construction crew finds a body, the past and present collide with people's lives at stake. You'll appreciate the spooky vibes and surpass along the way. If you've read other books by Simone St. James, then you'll love this one because you've got two timelines with a huge gap in it, but they're very similar. Um, I think if you're looking for a more paranormal dark academia book, then this one would be good, especially for beginners in my opinion. And this one will make you question all the characters, both dead and alive. My next recommendation is Confessions by Kanai Minoto. After calling off her engagement in the wake of a tragic revelation, Yuko Moriguchi has nothing to live for except her only child. Now, following an accident on the grounds of the middle school where she teaches, Yuko has given up and tendered her resignation. But first, she has one last lecture to deliver. She tells a story that upends everything her students ever thought they knew about two of their peers and sets in motion a diabolical plot for revenge, narrated in alternating voices with twists you'll never see coming. Confessions probes the limits of punishment, despair, and tragic love, culminating in a harrowing confrontation between teacher and student that will place the occupants of an entire school in danger. You'll never look at a classroom the same way again. Okay, my next recommendation is one I'm trying to get Jesse to read next month. It's a middle grade recommendation, but it's my all time, like one of my all time favorite middle grade books, so I had to throw it into the mix. It's called The Mystery of Black Hollow Lane by Julia Noble. With a dad who disappeared years ago and a mother who's a bit too busy to parent, Emmy is shipped off to Wellsworth, a prestigious boarding school in England where she's sure she will not fit in. But when she finds a box of mysterious medallions in the attic of her home, medallions that belong to her father, when she goes to school, she finds those same strange symbols from the medallions etched into walls and books, which leads Emmy and her new friends Jack and Lola to Wellworth's secret society, the Order of Black Hollow Lane. So Emmy can't help but think that the society has something to do 
with her dad's disappearance and that there may be more than just dark secrets in the halls of Wellsworth. Imagine Harry Potter without magic. I give you the mystery of Black Hollow Lane by Julia Noble. That's my pitch. It's so good. <laughs> my last recommendation is The Reunion by Kirsten Modulin. Kate vowed never to return to the place that reminds her of the horror she experienced. But when the hotel is chosen as a location for her high school reunion, Kate finds herself unable to resist the appeal of showing off her new life to the people who once made her existence miserable. Again, another book about school reunions. Gwen and I have probably classified Kirsten Modulin to be one of our favorite popcorn thriller authors, and this one's no exception. Yes. Um, I believe I recommended this one to you, Gwen, and yes. I thought you would just overall enjoy it, but you surprised me when you said you loved this one. I did love it. Um, I love it. I feel it. like the reunion books are trending because everyone wishes that they can go back to school as their best selves or imagine what school would have been like as their best selves. Um, it's a super fast-paced read and possibly one that made me realize reunions are my favorite. One more recommendation to round out the episode today, Tell Us No Secrets by Sienna Sterling. Female friendships are intense and that intensity can erupt into dangerous passions when teenage girls are cooped up in an exclusive East Coast boarding school. You have beautiful streetwise Cassidy Thomas, debutante jock Abby Madison, academic sensitive Karen Mullins, and sophisticated troublemaking Zoe Spalding. They are the four 17 year olds who should be cruising happily through senior year, but jealousies are simmering. And when Zoe plays a game with the class list, if you lose your virginity, you get a star beside your name, it sets in motion a chain of shocking events. Nine months later, when one of the girls is murdered, the others must ask themselves if they can carry the truth of what happened the rest of their lives. Tell Us No Secrets describes the bonds between these adolescent girls, as well as the terrible pain of betrayal and the tragic consequences of peer pressure running riot at a time when the seismic shift of the 60s changed the rules for everyone. That wraps up today's Dark Academia book recommendations episode, but I already have at least 10 other recommendations that I did not include in today's episode. Um, so if you would like to hear a part two in the future, let me know. Again, don't forget, Jesse and I are reading The Stranger Diaries by Ellie Griffiths. I've already finished, just letting you know. Jesse is working on it. Um, and it is a dark academia novel. So hopefully I can recommend that one to you in a future episode. Um, lips are sealed for now. Tune in on September 25th. Um, and thanks for sharing your recommendations with me today, Jesse. both like the movies and, you know, the books. I love it. Thank you so much for having me. I always have a great time both on and off the podcast. I'm looking forward to our book discussion and I hope you all will join us. Talk Bookish to Me is a bi-weekly podcast bringing you book discussions, recommendations, and literary topics galore. Rate and review the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Be sure to tag my Instagram, Talk Bookish Podcast, and your listening selfies and stories. The link for Patreon is in the show notes along with Jesse's social media and all of the books we mentioned today. Until next time, happy reading!